Are you ready, Flyer fans? It's the Flyer Insider, a weekly look at UD Athletics with comments from men's head basketball coach Anthony Grant. The Flyer Insider Show, presented by Bud Light. Tonight's show is brought to you by Frickers for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Bud Light, America's favorite light lager. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. And by Alta Fiber, official partner of the Dayton Flyers and proud supporter of the Dayton community. The Flyer Insider on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Now here's the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome here to Frickers and Woodman Drive, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits, and the home of the Flyer Insider Shows. Uh, we're heading down the home stretch of the state and basketball season. The Flyers now 18-9. and nine. They are 10-4 and four in the Atlantic 10. Four games left, two games this week, Wednesday at UMass, and then at home on Saturday against George Mason. Uh, Flyers coming off a week last week in which they had a little bit of time off, a chance to perhaps regroup a little bit, uh, rest up, and uh, uh, clear their minds, if nothing else, uh, the grind of the mental and physical uh, fatigue that you, you accumulate during a college basketball season, and came out, played pretty sharp on Friday night with a 65-49 win over Loyola. Uh, we're going to be talking with uh, James Kane, one of the assistant coaches of this uh, Dayton basketball team and a key part of the, the group that has brought this group of talent to the University of Dayton and is always on the look for more talent down the road. We'll be learning a lot about the recruiting trail, also the preparation that goes into uh, putting a team out on the floor to play a college basketball game. Uh, James is with us here at uh, Frickers. We'll be talking to him live coming up in just a bit. But earlier today, had a chance to visit with Coach uh, Grant coming off a win Friday night over Loyola. Well, Coach, coming off a week where you had a little bit of time off for uh, playing the one game on Friday uh, at Loyola, and uh, while I'm sure it was good to get a little bit of rest, sometimes you wonder, you know, the guy's going to, you know, be rusty. But uh, if anything, I thought your team looked to be pretty much dialed in from the word go on Friday night. What were, what was your thoughts? I thought we did a good job. I think, you know, scouting report-wise, the guys understood what we needed to do on both sides of the ball. And I, I, didn't, I didn't think, um, you know, from an offensive standpoint, um, you know, we didn't make shots at the at the rate I think we're capable of. But I thought in terms of what we plan to do, um, in terms of attacking them, I thought we did a good job. And then on the other side of the ball, um, I thought at times we, we were really, really good defensively. And then at times we were fortunate that they missed shots as well. So um, those are kind of the breaks of the game. You know, one aspect of defense is is rebounding the basketball, and um, there was you had a stretch a, a while back where you you weren't doing a, a real good job of that. If, do you feel like you've shored that up here over the last uh, couple weeks? Well, I mean, I think it's 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 relative. You know, I think um, we did a good job here in the last game. You know, but uh, when you go back and look at film, I think there's some some opportunities in terms of the habits and the discipline that you want to see, you know, with guys being able to, to, to finish their assignments in terms of lockouts and things like that. But, but overall, you know, I, I thought, um, you know, it was good to see us. I don't remember exact, the exact numbers in terms of the rebounding advantage, but I thought we, we limited them, um, you know, in terms of being able to get second shots and we were able to, 
to do a pretty good job, I thought, in, in creating second shot opportunities for ourselves. You know, kind of kind of a big picture view. Um, you know, Loyola has not had a lot of success in the league this year, but when you look at uh, their program, where they are, their commitment to basketball, their facilities, uh, do you see them as a nice addition to the league moving forward? I really do. You know, you and I have talked about this uh, before. You know, I think it's a lot of different ways that you can measure yourself, and obviously a scoreboard kind of dictates you know, the way we, we tend to measure what's going on. But as a coach, I look at, you know, their program and, and their coaching staff and the way that they run their, their program. They're, they're going to have success in this league uh, without question. Obviously, they're not getting the results they want right now, but uh, they've got a great foundation. I think they've got some great young pieces, um, you know, and then, you know, you watch them play, and they've been in pretty much every game. We were fortunate to be able to build a double-digit lead there in the second half. Um, you know, with about 12 minutes to go, we were able to rest some guys. But um, what I've seen out of them is, is uh, you know, they, they've been in just about every game they've played, especially here uh, down the stretch in the month of uh, late January, February. Uh, they've played really well. So, as we know, you know, once you get into March and in the tournament, anything can happen. I think they've, they've played everybody in the league very competitively. So, uh, so, yeah, anything can happen. Got two games coming up this week, uh, one on the road Wednesday at UMass, and then you're back home Saturday for um, for a game against uh, George Mason. And uh, we'll have a chance to get into the specifics of UMass uh, here before the game on Wednesday night. But, uh, you know, Frank Martin is, is a guy, I mean, is it fair to describe him as a lifelong friend? Yeah, that would be fair. Frank and I have known each other. Um, since we were about 14 years old. And, uh, you know, our relationship is much deeper than in the X's and O's and the basketball games. And, uh, you know, certainly I know they're going through some adversity with the wins and losses and injuries and, and whatnot. But certainly when I watch his team play, they compete at a high level. Frank's always been a, a guy that's been able to, to bring the best out of his players uh, game to game and, and obviously throughout the course of the season. So, yeah, this will be a, a great challenge for us. I know it's a it, it, it's it, it's a game that maybe neither one of you want want to play because because of your friendship, but the fact of the matter is you got to play it. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously we we played against each other's teams before, and I think we you know it's well documented. Neither one of us you know look forward to the other guy you know potentially losing a game and you know the what what that brings because we want each other to to be successful. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the players on the court being able to execute it and do what they need to do. And obviously our job is to put them in the best situation, but it'll be good to see him. There's several other guys on the staff um, that, that are tied to you know us in, in terms of uh, the Miami, Miami Senior High connection. Uh, you know, our, our coach, uh, Shaky Rodriguez, may he rest in peace. And, and so it'll be good to see them. Uh, but, but certainly, uh, you know, once the game gets started, it comes down to uh, trying to put your team in position to be successful. You know, obviously, you don't have the same kind of relationship with uh, with Chris Mooney that you, that you do with Frank Martin, as far as that long term fr- uh, friendship. But uh, obviously, within that fraternity of coaches, and then within the fraternity of coaches in the Atlantic Ten, uh, what he's got, what he's going through here with his uh, his heart surgery coming up, yeah. um, that had to that had to be a bit of a shock. It was, you know, I learned of it um, Friday. Um, and uh, we've been able to text, and I'm certainly wishing him the best. I think his his procedure will get done uh, sometime early, I think, this week. And, and um, yeah, I've known Chris since 
um, my days at, at VCU. Um, he was early in his career there at, at Richmond, and, and uh, I would say he's someone I consider a friend and, and certainly have a lot of respect for. So I uh, certainly wish him and his family uh, the best as he prepares for, for this procedure. And thankfully, I think it's a blessing that they were able to find it, you know, before any any anything happened um, that could have been, you know, obviously detrimental to his health. Uh, so hopefully everything goes well for him, but certainly he's in our thoughts and prayers. All right. All right, Coach, we'll let you go, and we'll look forward to seeing you as we head for UMass tomorrow. Okay. Thanks, Larry. All right, that's uh, Head Coach Anthony Grant conversation we had uh, earlier today and uh, touched upon a couple of uh, things there. And uh, Dayton, of course, playing uh, UMass on Wednesday, and uh, we'll get into to them uh, X and O's-wise when we get with Coach Grant before the game uh, coming up. But obviously, uh, he talked uh, about the the, you know, the friendship he's got with Frank Martin, You know, arguably one of his best friends in, in, in the whole world and has been for you know, since they were 14 years old together. And, and we're joined by James Kane, who's uh, been a member of this Dayton staff for, gosh, uh, most of the time that Coach Grant has been here, was here initially, and has been uh, back here for a couple years now and uh, is with us here at Frickers. And uh, let's, let's, before we get into some uh, stuff about what all's involved in, in doing what you do, uh, James, your background, I alluded to the fact that you came here initially with Coach Grant uh, how, how'd you get involved in this crazy career of college basketball? Uh, first and foremost, thank you for having me. Um, you know, just out of the blue uh, in college at the University of Florida, Anthony Grant was an assistant coach, and I always knew I wanted to get into basketball. Um, I got an internship at the Charlotte Bobcats uh, at that time um, for a year, and then Michael Jordan came, took over and you know clean house on everyone so I had to go back to college to get my master's degree and as my time there for like a semester is when coach Grant they just came off the first national championship at the University of Florida and he um, he got the VCU job and as he was cleaning out his office in the in the back uh, hallway of the facility I was coming in and I congratulated him and his wife Chris and I just said hey if there's an opportunity to follow you or be a graduate assistant, you know, I'll, I'll drop everything. I'll love to come. And about a month later, he called me and uh, offered me a position. So I left the next day, and that's how I got into the business in college. And I was with them for every head coaching stint that he's – a place that he's been at, I've been with them um, every step of the way. And I was fortunate, like you said, I was fortunate to be on the original staff here at Dayton, um, you know, and then I left, and I think everyone knows that. And then, you know, Coach Grant – speaks volumes of his character you know he he was willing to hire me back you know and I'm very grateful very fortunate for him and the staff that I'm on now and for the flyer faithful for uh, you know welcoming back with open arms so I appreciate everyone out there so in, in, in addition to the stints uh, VCU Alabama Dayton uh, a chance to go to Murray State uh, yes, where you recruited a guy named uh, John Morant I think some folks have heard of him yes sir so um so the fun the funny story is coach Grant called me uh, I forgot. I forgot what day it was. I think it was like a. It might have been Easter Sunday, whatever years ago, five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. And the first thing he said is, "We need a point guard." And I told him, I said, "Hey, you know, I have this guy John Morant, this kid named Job, ja, but I don't know if he, I could take him." But then there's another kid. I have Jalen Crutcher. You know, so that's how Jalen Crutcher got here because uh, we recruited him at Murray State. Ja went to Murray instead, and then um, Jalen decommitted from Chattanooga, I believe, and. That's how we jumped on Jalen right away. So 
Um, I believe Jalen and Obi were Coach Grant's first two, yeah. first two uh, recruits, if I remember correctly. So, well, yeah. it's it, in you know, recruiting is, is is like breathing. You got to do a little bit of it every day, and it's it's the lifeblood of college basketball. And uh, we'll get more into that, and also talk about uh, what goes into, you know, preparing a team on a daily basis. Uh, it's not just a game day. It's a, it's a daily process. It's all about habits and something we'll talk with James Kane about. We'll continue here. It is the Flyer Insider Show. We're live at Prickers on Woodman Drive. The Flyer Insider on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You said goodbye and happily handed your keys over for a good cause. After the friendly tow truck driver came and took her away, she got a lot of attention. Then one special day, someone new saw her potential and decided to take her home. And the best part, you donated. They purchased and people's lives were changed. Thanks to you, the funds generated stay right here to support the more than 40 programs that help your neighbors get their independence back. Help us change I can to I can. The Goodwill Auto Auction. Call 228-AUTO today. I'm Larry Hanskin. I'm the voice of the Flyers calling basketball games since 1982. I had had back issues in the past. I would be okay during the course of the broadcast, and then I'd have to get up out of that chair. And oh boy, was that tough. I've seen what Premier has done for Dayton athletes through the years, so when I needed help, that was the first place I turned. What a change. To find an orthopedic specialist and make an appointment, visit premierhealth.com slash ortho. You should not have to live with pain. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating is proud to support the Dayton Flyers. And to every business owner who wants to be a champion, don't forget the first impression customers get of your business is your parking lot. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating can handle all your asphalt and seal coating needs to make your lot look like new. For over 47 years, businesses have known they can trust Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating to get the job done right. Learn more at VandaliaBlacktop.com and go Flyers! Hey, Flyer fans, this is Sarah Tanner. My dad can save your dad big bucks on utility bills. That's why I just call my dad Tom Tanner at Tanner Heating and Air Conditioning and start saving now. Okay, Sarah, what's the cheer? Let's go, Flyers! Let's go, Flyers! Sarah, what else can we cheer about? Tanner Heating and Air Conditioning. Where design and installation is the difference, call Tanner today, 299-2500. Tanner Heating and Air Conditioning, a name you can trust. Any Flyer fan can tell you the path to success is about playing smart, working as a team, and sticking to the fundamentals. The same principles hold true for a successful investment plan. At the Callahan Financial Management Group, our approach is centered around a team that focuses on exceptional service and a great client experience. Call us at 937-432-9100 and discover how our tailored approach can change your game. Investment products and services are offered through Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network, LLC. Member SIPC. Callahan Financial Management Group is a separate entity from WFAFN. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. Try the GMC Canyon with powerful and innovative features engineered and built for all your adventures to come. Or get behind the wheel of the GMC Sierra Heavy Duty with an available Allison 10-speed transmission. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. We are professional grade. GMC. Well-qualified buyers step up to GMC with 2.9% APR and no monthly payments for 90 days on Sierra Light Duty models. See your local GMC dealer today. 
Length of contract limited. Deferred monthly payments for 90 days. Excludes residents of Pennsylvania. Must finance with GM Financial. Down payment required at signing, if applicable. Finance charges accrue from date of financing. Some customers will not qualify. Not available with lease and some other offers. Take new retail delivery by 228-23. Lots of clouds around as we head through this evening. Temperatures dropping back into the 40s with a slight chance of a stray shower southeast of Dayton. I'm Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to the Flyer Insider on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen. Hey, welcome back here to Pricker's Woodman Drive, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits. Also the home of the Flyer Insider Show, Monday nights during Dayton basketball season. As, uh, we are counting down uh, the final weeks. We've got a show coming up a week from tonight. And then uh, the season, the show finale, if you will, will be uh, two weeks from tonight. Uh, on uh, that would be um, March. Do the math in my head real quick. March the sixth, uh, right before the uh, the A10 championship in Brooklyn. So Dayton, right now sitting in second place in the A10, uh, holding a tiebreaker advantage over those uh, around them in a game behind VCU at uh, 11 and three. Dayton at 10 and four. A game uh, Wednesday night at UMass, and then a home game, uh, Hall of Fame Day coming up on uh, on Saturday against uh, George Mason. We're joined here. Live at Prickers and Woodman Drive by James Kane, a member of this uh, Dayton coaching staff, uh, has been uh, for all, all but a year since uh, Coach Anthony Grant uh, took the job and came here as part of the original staff, has been back the last couple of years and is involved in all aspects of uh, this team, both in terms of recruiting, scouting, preparation. Um, let's start with recruiting, James, and, and just, you know, you and, and, and Ricardo and, and Coach Hurts and obviously Coach Grant are allowed to leave campus to go out and recruit. Um, how many you know, you, how many days a year are you? I saw your wife was here earlier with your kids because you wanted to at least put eyes on them then for a little yeah. bit and vice versa. But, uh, you know, how many days a year are you on the road? Um, the exact number, I have no idea. Don't, um, don't count it up. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's very it's time consuming, but, you know, at a very young age, this is something that I love to do. It's 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 not a job, you know. It's a it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a passion. Um, because if you don't have the passion to recruit, then you're not going to be any good at it, in my opinion. Um, I think we have a phenomenal staff. I think we communicate at a high level. We're elite um, when it comes to organization. Um, just you know, like you mentioned, Ricardo, Darren, Anthony, and myself. But you know, Andy Farrell. We have GAs, Tyler Carter, and Laron Black. Uh, Sean Damasco, our director of basketball, it takes all of us to, to be able to plan visits, unofficial visits, official visits, um, recruiting presentations. You know, Dr. Spina is involved at a high level. Neil Sullivan's involved as well um, to where that, that doesn't happen at many universities. I've been around the block. You know, I've been around the different programs. I've been to different universities. And from top to bottom, um, our leadership's tremendous and everyone's involved. And, and you know what the priority is here and um, that's what makes this place special so you know when I, I, I love to pick your brain and not just for the sake of fans to get some insight into what puts this Dayton basketball team together and how they become who they are but for the fans that are out there listening that maybe have a, a, a son or a daughter who is, is a potential college athlete and it doesn't even necessarily have to be basketball about when you go out and when you are trying to evaluate whether someone could be a, a potential student athlete at the University of Dayton. What type of things are you looking at? Uh, for, first and foremost, you know, start Anthony Grant 
is very specific and detail-oriented on, on what he likes to uh, evaluate, like what he likes to bring to the family. Um, just a high-level character, you know, high-level uh, individual that, you know, um, academics comes first, team togetherness comes first. Um, you know, obviously, off the court, you have to be a model citizen in every aspect um, and to where, uh, you know, going, doing the daily habits of the daily routine is a priority for you. On the court, competitive nature. Um, you know, every position is different. You know, as a point guard, you want to get you want to get someone that can run a team, high IQ, that can make players, uh, their teammates better around them. Um, you know, the wings, obviously, they're athletic. You want to be able to defend, be able to shoot the ball. Um, in the bigs, you know, you got to be tough. You got to be able to rebound the ball. You got to be able to defend your position. So, every in every individual position is different in terms of detail on the floor, but off the floor. You know, they have to have a high level of character. In, in a given year, and, and, and you're looking two, three, even maybe four years down the road when it comes to, you know, looking at potential uh, Dayton basketball players and student athletes at the University of Dayton. Um, in, you know, use NFL draft terminology. Are, are, you, are you out there looking to fill specific needs, or are, are you looking for that uh, so-called best athlete av available? Uh, best, I would say best fit, best fit for the program. Every year is different. Um, you know, you have to be able to see what the team needs, um, what the program needs. And, you know, as, as myself, I'm speaking for myself now, I like to recruit a year out or two years out. Um, but we have a phenomenal staff, like I said, like Andy Farrell and those players that are in ninth grade right now, you know, all over, all over the state of Ohio and the Midwest. So, you know, it takes a team to identify uh, who we want to bring in. But, you know, to answer your question, you know, we have a, we have a criteria, of like a check boxes of what we want to bring to the table and, um, and the best fit per individual player. And, you know, their families are big as well. Parents are big as well and their support system to where you want everyone on the same page. Because once they get to campus, adversity is going to hit no matter how good they are. Um, they're going to go through adversity. They're not going to get their way, you know, when, when, when they first lace them up. And you have to know that everyone in their circle is in the same circle as you as well. Yeah, we don't need to get into specifics, but I will say, and having been around this program for some time, this might be one of the collectively best family groups uh, we have had at the University of Dayton as far as uh, providing, uh, providing support for their son, but at the same time saying, hey, get back in there and do what your coach says. Don't come crying to me about, uh, about your problems. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like I, I've been I've been around the block, like I said. I've been around a lot of families, and you know we went to Fordham, and you know, you, obviously you were there, and Washington Heights showed up for Kobe Brea, and that was unbelievable. And you know his dad's always been supportive. The interactions that I have with him, and you know every every family member that we have, we see him at home games. Uh, they make trips to the Bahamas. You know they're very supportive. Uh, they love Coach Grant. They love our staff. So we're very fortunate as coaches to have great families behind our players. And so you mentioned the word fit, and, and I'm a big believer in that, in that word. I, I think that applies to every walk of life. It, it replies, I mean, if I talk to someone who's going, thinking about going to college, it's the word I use. I mean, you said, don't worry about reputations. Don't worry about this or that. Is it a good fit for you? Because ultimately, that's going to determine uh, your level of success. So when you've got that fit, now when you bring new additional people in to potentially fit in what role do what role do your current 
players play in the recruitment of their, their future teammates? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, different programs, you know, handle that differently. Um, you know, on, on official visits, our guys are active. You know, they meet, uh, they meet the recruit at the hotel. They meet him for lunch. They meet him for breakfast, dinner. And it's just not one guy. It's multiple guys on our program um, to where the recruit, whoever the recruit is, they get a feel for the entire team. And then, uh, you know, we get feedback from our guys, you know, because they're, they're spending the night with them. They're spending two days with them. And they tell us, hey, coach, this is, this is a guy that, that we think will be great for our program. Or, no, coach, this is a guy that we probably need to pass on. And, and we actually rely on our guys as intel as well. You know, we, we gather intel before the visit or before we bring them on the campus, and then our guys give us more intel during the visit. You know, uh, name, image, and likeness is, is here in college basketball, and uh, Dayton 6th is, uh, has been a great uh, asset for the University of Dayton, and, and I would encourage folks, if you uh, want to support Dayton athletes uh, with name, image, and likeness compensation, to, to go to Dayton6.com, and you can learn a whole lot there. Um, at what point in time? Uh, during uh, the recruiting process, does that does that subject come up? Yeah. So you know, for for as a recruiter, as an assistant coach, we're not allowed to um, talk about NIL or specifics about NIL. We could just tell them that hey, there's something in place uh, within the community. Like you said, Dayton Six has done a phenomenal job. Neil Sullivan has done a phenomenal job with Matt Farrell, and. There's, there's things in place to help our student athletes. Uh, but in terms of actual recruitment and trying to get a commitment, we're not allowed to, to bring that up. Um, but, but is it, maybe, maybe I'm not even asking about you guys bringing it up, but I'm, I'm wondering if, if we are starting to see potential recruits and their families bring that up when, yeah. when, they, come to, when they talk to you. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's, 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 a, new, it's a new age of recruiting. Um, everyone talks about it throughout the country. You know, the... You know, the elite programs in the country have it, have an I.O. in place. Um, so we're right there with them, you know. And, and like I said, Neil's been on the ball with this from day one. And he exhausted every resource, and he communicates every day at a high level about it. And um, we're, we're right there competing with others. You know, there's a lot of upsides to it. And as one of the upsides, I mean, it's a chance for these guys to learn some life lessons about exactly. dealing with something like this. Exactly. You know, they taxes. They have yeah. to deal with taxes, um, you know, budgeting, financial planning, um, things that you learn, in, you know, when I was growing up in a book, in a classroom, they're learning in real life right now. So um, them and their parents as well. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm grateful for those guys. You know, it means we have good players, you know, yeah. to, to where um, they had that opportunity. And, uh, you know, they're learning life lessons at a young age. And, and um you know, hopefully they grow from there. All right. Uh, we're talking with James Kane, uh, assistant coach at the University of Dayton. We've spent a lot of time talking about recruiting, and we'll touch more on that. But also we're going to talk about, you know, the preparation, both in terms of getting uh, Dayton basketball players physically ready to play, but beyond that, mentally uh, ready to take on an opponent uh, and a different opponent uh, virtually every game. That's uh, all coming up as we'll continue. It is the Flyer Insider Show, and we are live at Trickers and Whitman Drive. The Flyer Insider on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO, Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. 
depend on it. I'm Ron Otto from the WHIO News Center with our top local story. Springfield cops talk about charges and a racial incident. We'll be looking at a big swing in temperatures for this week. I'm Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall Ags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Top story, Springfield police pursuing charges after a racial incident at Kenwood Elementary School earlier this month. Police Chief Allison Elliott says they're working with the district. We have been notified and made aware uh, when, when the school has been getting contacted and there are, have been some threats made. We are looking into these threats and we are working closely with the administrators. Chief Elliott says there were identified assaults and multiple students are involved in that investigation. Dayton police need your help. After a fatal shooting overnight, cops found a 38-year-old man lying dead in the street on Oxford Avenue just after mid Midnight Monday. Investigators say this was a targeted attack. No suspects in custody. Anyone who has any information can call Crime Stoppers. In East Palestine, the state health department will open a clinic Tuesday, weeks after the train derailment. Some residents say they are suffering from ailments like headaches and sore throats since the derailment. SWHIO's John Lorenk. Prosecutors in New Mexico downgrade charges against uh, actor Alec Baldwin in the fatal Rust movie shooting. Baldwin and the movie's armorer will still be charged with involuntary manslaughter, but a firearm enhancement has been dropped. Baldwin was facing a minimum of five years. Now he faces a maximum of 18 months. This is WHIO Continuing News. It's been a mild winter and less stressful for road crews. ODOT says salt use is down over 30% compared to last year, and their drivers have traveled almost 30% fewer miles. Our next scheduled news in less than 30 minutes and immediately when it breaks. I'm Ron Otto, 1290 at 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk depend on it. <laughs> Falling back into the 40s through this evening with cloudy skies, you may see a stray shower southeast of the Dayton area. Otherwise, most of us will wait until early Tuesday to see a stray shower come through. We'll see cloudy to mostly cloudy skies early Tuesday, then becoming partly cloudy and a high of 48 degrees. On Wednesday, rain is likely, even a few embedded thunderstorms. That said, I don't expect any severe weather. High temperatures on Wednesday hit the low 60s. Thursday, we're drying out quickly. Then we get windy. Some wind gusts 40 to 50 miles per hour, perhaps. But those winds help to bring in the warmer air as we reach a high of 70 degrees. On Friday, partly cloudy and colder, 38, with a few flurries perhaps Friday night. Partly sunny, a bit milder, come Saturday with a high in the upper 40s. I'm Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall Vardags on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Now a look at WHIO triple team traffic. Roadways and highways are clear of any accidents. I have nothing to report. I-75 southbound at the Miami-Montgomery County line. That's 12 miles down to US-35, and that'll take you 13 minutes. I'm Will Taylor. Remember, today you listen to News and Talk on WHIO. Hi, it's Larry Hanskin for Integrity Water Solutions. Water's used for everything. That's why it's important for it to be the best it can be. If you're tired of scum in the shower, dry, itchy skin, filmy dishes, and replacing appliances, it's time to call the water experts at Integrity Water Solutions, your local Connecticut dealer. Treat your water with integrity. For better water, better life. Call 937-320-7460 or schedule an appointment online at integritywtr.com. There's a new connection with speeds, opportunities, and experiences all elevated by superior fiber technology, connecting people, places, and things like never before with a heightened purpose for good that's committed to community and dedicated to a better connection between everyone for everyone. This is Alta Fiber, elevating connection. 
proud partner to the Dayton community. Learn more at our new store or visit altafiber.com slash Dayton. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. When you order food for work on EasyCater.com, we've got your back. Real humans are here to help with your order every step of the way, making sure everything goes right, even behind the scenes without you knowing, confirming and double confirming with the restaurant that everything is on track. If there's a problem, thanks for calling EasyCater. Call us anytime, day or night, and we'll answer in seconds. We're right here with 100,000 restaurants, working hard to ensure the food arrives on time and is ordered. Order 24-7 at EasyCater.com. WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station from the CJSHeatingAndAir.com studios. You call, we come, it's fixed. You're listening to the Flyer Insider on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen. Hey, welcome back here to Frickers on uh, Woodman Drive, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits. And also the Flyer Insider Show Monday night, 7-8, during the college basketball season. Speaking of college basketball, uh, there's a lot of college basketball to be played here uh, in the weeks ahead and uh, certainly in the month of March and a uh, great place to come to catch all the action be here at Frickers so keep that in mind and even if you're not going to come here to watch the games uh, consider uh, getting some food to go to take home and and uh, grab some wings and chunks and, and, and follow your favorite team uh, through uh, March Madness coming up uh, here at the end of the regular season which uh, two weeks in the regular season Dayton then with the A-10 championship uh, that first full week in March and Four games left. Where did the time go? Uh, James Kane's with us here, uh, assistant coach, and I can't believe we got four games left this season. Yeah, I just I was telling my wife, I was like, man, the Bahamas was this year. Yeah, it was a long, that was a long was, time long, ago. It felt like a long time ago, but I'm excited. Like you said, four games left, two weeks. You know, won five out of the last six, won the last three. Our defense has been elite, so I'm excited. You know, you have to play your best ball in March, and. Um, you know, I know we had adversity throughout this whole year, and, uh, you know, it's made us stronger, in my opinion, and I'm excited for the next two weeks. Like, bring it on. You know, most teams, uh, well, about half the teams in college basketball are not playing meaningful games this week, but uh, Dayton Flyers get to, and that's that's not something to be, be taken for granted, I hope. You know, anytime you have a chance to compete for a championship or put yourself in a position to play for a championship, um, you know, that's special. And, you know, through everything we've been through, all the injuries – um, you know, our guys have stuck together. And, and like you said, they're thick of thieves, they're family, man. And, uh, you know, you're beginning to see, you know, what we what we can do. All right, so Dayton's got these four games left, uh, two on the road, two at home, uh, a road game coming up Wednesday at UMass, home on Saturday uh, against Richmond. And then uh, the following week, another home game, uh, the home finale against, uh, against LaSalle uh, a week from uh, tomorrow night on Tuesday the 28th, and then the regular season finale of Friday night showcase game on the road at St. Louis. So in preparing the guys uh, for an opponent, uh, obviously a lot goes into uh, 
the scouting of the opponent, and, and it begins with a member of the staff before it's presented to the players. What, what's, what's that type of timetable like? So um, each individual coach, so uh, between Ricardo Greer, Darren Hurts, and myself, we, we each split up the scouts in thirds. Um, so, you know, you could have – you can have two scouts in one week or you can have one scout. You know, you have 15 days in between scouts. You can have five days in between scouts. So it just determines how the, the schedule lines up. Um, so, you know, primarily I, for myself, um, speaking for myself, I like to watch five to seven games. Um, you know, with UMass, we didn't play them la last year with Coach Martin. So last year's games are irrelevant. So I have to focus more on this game. But um, last scout, VCU, you know, we go back and watch last year's games as well, and maybe two years prior to that. Um, so we each, we each, each individual assistant has a has a uh, advanced scout help, and um, so Ricardo has Laron Black, Darren Hertz has Tyler Carter, and Andy helps my, uh, my myself, and he does a phenomenal job to where um, they get everything organized for us and debrief us, and then you know we spend. With X amount of days, um, you know, going into this game, it's been probably about a week and a half from, for since the VCU games to where um, you just want to prepare, you want to break down the film, you want to, you know, offensively, you want to put all their sets in the families. Defensively, you want to be able to see what they're running, um, present that in a brief summary to Coach Grant because Coach Grant only has two days, you know, to, to finish whatever game we just played and to prepare our next um, for our team, for our next scout. And you have to be prepared for practice. Like today, we started the UMass prep. Um, so he had two days to, to, to get himself caught up to speed. Um, so as an assistant, you just want to know everything going on. You want to present your ideas to coach. And he either likes them or not, and he makes his adjustments. And, um, and you know, you have, to, you have to work with a high level of communication. Like, that's the key to success, in my opinion, um, everyone being on the same page. So... We meet today, um, two hours before practice, Coach Grant and myself, and, and uh, we come out with a game plan on how practice looks like, what we need to cover, how to attack their defense. You know, they're going to throw some 2-2-1 two -two press, a 1-2-2 -two -two press at us. They're going to throw some zone at us. Underneath out of bounds, it's the first time they, we face a team that played 2-3 zone, so we have to prepare for that. Um, you know, they guard ball screens differently than, uh, than Loyola did. So, um, you know, a lot goes into it, and then, you know, uh, credit to our guys, it's like another class for them. You know, they they go to class all day, and now they have basketball class, and they have to they have to remember the scouting report. They have to remember the assignments, the um, this the the scheme of how we're going to defend actions and post. And you know, it's a lot. A lot goes into it. And um, you know, that's why, like I said earlier, anytime you compete for a championship, it's special because there's so much that goes into it behind the scenes. You, you've got so much information, and obviously with the advances in technology, you can really start getting into uh, the weeds if you're not careful when it comes to uh, analysis. Do you then have to kind of put it through a filter so that, okay, I want to give these guys what they need to know, mm -hmm. but I don't want to see someone out there with a, with a brain cramp uh, yeah. in, in the course of the game? Most definitely. So as an assistant, you need to know everything. You, you know, you'll see Coach Grant turn around and – you know, he'll, he'll, get, he'll ask what's, what's happening, what's going on, so um, what's coming. So as an assistant, you need to know everything, but then you have to be able to uh, break that down and say, okay, guys, these are our defensive rules. No matter what the play is, no matter what the formation is, these are the principles, these are the rules 
this is how we're guarded certain actions and it carries over um, throughout the game. And then, you know, if you see something during live game action, if you see a formation, if you see an alignment and you're able to get that out to them in a split second before they cross half court or try to help them in a way um, before the play even starts, you know, that's just icing on the cake. Give us some insight into uh, it's a typical media timeout. Uh, under 16, under 12, under 8, under 4, what, pick, pick whichever one it might be. Uh, you've got eh, about a minute and a half to communicate something before the guys are right back out on the floor. What takes place in that time? Well, you know, this speaks volumes to Coach Grant's leadership. Um, he allows the, the scout coach to, to speak to the team, you know, the first – 15 to 20 seconds to try to tell them, okay, this is what's coming. If you see this alignment, if it's underneath out of bounds, if it's side out of bounds, because it's coming out of a media timeout, um, this is what's coming. So he allows you to have a voice, which a lot of coaches don't do. Um, so that speaks volumes to his leadership. And then he'll take the huddle over for the last 45 seconds to a minute and tell them, okay, this is what's working offensively. You know, let's stay in this. Let's attack him this way. Um, you know, and then he'll reiterate, okay, watch out for what's coming here. So um, so, you know, it, it, it's teamwork. It's teamwork for that minute and a half, like you said. Um, but you definitely need to, going into the media timeout, you definitely need to know what you're about to present to the team. Obviously, you're, you're, you got a bird's eye view from uh, the sideline. Do you, however, rely upon input from the players through the course of a game? A hundred percent, hundred percent. Because you can, one thing I've learned, you can't fool players, you know. So they, they, they're in the actions, they're in the heat of the battles. They know... Um, tendencies and you know I talk to Malachi all the time hey what what do you see you know what do you see what do you think's working um, and then we go back and forth to a communication and, and you know you know some days it works some days it doesn't so um, you know so you, you want to rely on your players you want to give your players that power to where they have engagement and investment into the scout as well um, to where you're just not you know telling them telling them telling them telling them you know you want to be able to see what they're seeing, what they're thinking. And, you know, I've, I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I told you I've, I've changed adjustments, I've changed uh, scheme and scouts, you know, mid-game just because of what players have seen and, and, and during halftime what they tell you. So we're talking with James Kane, who's one of the assistant coaches at the University of Dayton. We've talked about, about recruiting. That's part of that three-legged stool. We've talked about, you know, the scouting and preparation for a given opponent. That's the another leg of that three-legged stool. And then the third leg is player development, something we'll get into when we continue our conversation with James. This is the Flyer Insider Show, and we are live here at Frickers, Woodman Drive. The Flyer Insider on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. There's a new connection with speeds, opportunities, and experiences, all elevated by superior fiber technology, connecting people, places, and things like never before with a heightened purpose for good that's committed to community and dedicated to a better connection between everyone for everyone. This is Alta Fiber, elevating connection. Proud partner to the Dayton community. Learn more at our new store or visit altafiber.com slash Dayton. For 50 years, McGowan Braybender has been a proud part of the Dayton community and an excited sponsor of the UD basketball team. This season promises to be one of the best yet, and as a member of the Flyer faithful, we need you to show up as the sixth man to every single game. 
When it comes to basketball, the UD Flyers are second to none. And in McGo and Braybender, we're no different. If you need help with your employee benefits, we'll be here for you both now and after every victory. So buckle up, Flyer Nation. We're flying first class this season. Go McGo and Braybender and go Flyers. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. Try the GMC Canyon with powerful and innovative features engineered and built for all your adventures to come. Or get behind the wheel of the GMC Sierra Heavy Duty with an available Allison 10-speed transmission. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. We are professional grade, GMC. Well-qualified buyers step up to GMC with 2.9% APR and no monthly payments for 90 days on Sierra Light Duty models. See your local GMC dealer today. Length of contract limited. Deferred monthly payments for 90 days. Excludes residents of Pennsylvania. Must finance with GM Financial. Down payment required at signing, if applicable. Finance charges accrue from date of financing. Some customers will not qualify. Not available with lease and some other offers. Take new retail delivery by 22823. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first Philip. Lots of clouds around as we head through this evening. Temperatures dropping back into the 40s with a slight chance of a stray shower southeast of Dayton. I'm Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to the Flyer Insider on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Call now 457-1290. Now. Back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen. Hey, welcome back here to Frickers and Woodman Drive, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits. And the Flyer Insider Show is uh, Dayton now uh, 18 and 9, 10 and 4 in the Atlantic 10. With uh, four games remaining, two of them are this week Wednesday at UMass at 7 o'clock, and then a 6 o'clock home game on Saturday against George Mason. Two teams Dayton has not faced yet this year, two teams that Dayton will face only once as the Flyers have got uh, one more game left in their pod. Uh, and that, of course, will be the regular season finale against St. Louis. Uh, we're joined by James Kane, the Flyer assistant coach, and we're talking about his background. We've talked about uh, recruiting and what all goes into that. We've talked about scouting and, and preparation and putting together a scouting report for game day. And I guess the other part of coaching is, is, is that long-term uh, piece that's well it's just as important as the other two and that that's player development taking a guy who you've identified as being a, a, a good potential a Dayton flyer you get him on campus and then the business goes about of uh, turning him in to a college basketball player and not just a prospect anymore and 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 
tell us about a little bit about how you're involved in player development. Uh, well, you know, I have a saying, player development uh, starts with recruiting good players. So, um, you know, you have that's first and foremost. You have to be able to recruit good players and evaluate good players. And, and um, once you get them to campus, you know, you just got to get to work. Um, you know, the guards, you know, here at Dayton, Coach Hurts and I work out the guards, and, and uh, Coach Greer does the bigs. And, and um, you know, I think we have a phenomenal – player development program that we do in the off season. Um, Casey Cathrell, you know, he's he's one of the the best I've ever been around in terms of strength and conditioning. Uh, Mike McKay, he keeps him healthy um, throughout the entire year. So, you know, one one player that comes to mind right off the bat, Obi Toppin. You know, I was yeah. he was here as a as a um, redshirt freshman my first year and when I left and watched Obi and Matt on TV. I was in the Bahamas for Battle of Atlantis with Iowa State, and Dayton was in um, Maui, right, versus Kansas. And I'm sitting there watching the game, um, and I saw – that was like the first time I saw – I was able to watch Dayton that year on TV and Obi's development in terms of strength, muscle, his shoulders, his, his arms. I'm like, wow, because when he walked through the door a year, a year ago – I guess, or a year and a half ago um, when I was there, it was night and day. And then his development uh, was unreal. You know, Ricardo, Coach Grant, uh, Anthony Solomon, you know, Darren Hurts did a great job with his development because, you know, when, when I'll be the first one to tell you, I, I, I didn't think he would become what he became. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of it's system as well, position, basketball, but, um, you know, our player development uh, – program here is phenomenal in my opinion and um you know coach grant's been doing it his whole career i've yeah. never seen a kid like obi attack a year sitting out unreal i mean, I mean a lot of guys unreal. spend a year sitting out and i think sometimes they they put the emphasis on sitting uh, but he i tell you what he attacked that year like no player i've ever seen and uh, well the results uh, speak for itself yeah yeah, you know, when when okay, you you do a lot of work with guards, and and obviously you know there's the there's the ball handling and all of that, but um, you know, game of basketball is about putting the ball in the hoop mm -hmm. eventually. So, uh, can can you make a guy a better shooter than when he arrives? Like I said before, it's uh, recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you want to definitely uh, evaluate shooting ability. Um, it's a premium in my opinion. Um. You know, everyone's different. Everyone has their own opinions. But, you know, when I evaluate a kid, um, you know, obviously toughness, competitive spirit, but you got to be able to score the ball. Um, you know, I think when they come to campus, you could teach them what you want defensively. Um, you could teach them scheme and, and keeping guys in front. Very hard to teach someone how to score that ball. They got to learn that at a young age, in my opinion. Um, and, and in terms to answer your question, shooting, you know, you can help. I've seen guys get better through mm -hmm. repetition and, and over their career. Um, but you always want to identify, you know, if a guy can shoot or not while, you re, while you're evaluating them. You know, you, you look at a guy like Kobe Brea, who is just a natural. Yeah. He's a natural yeah. shooter. There's nothing that we I have done to make him a better shooter or anyone. Like, he's he's learned that at a young age, yeah. you know. But then, then, but then Tumani Kamara has – He's made better. himself mm -hmm. a, a better shooter, and, and and if there's such a thing as that, I, I I think you know he always had different. He always had pretty good form. He was not 
you know, he was not one of these guys that had more hitches in a trailer park. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but but he was a guy. I think his competitive nature helps him make shots. Yeah. Tamani, and I'll just say this right now, Tamani's one of the best leaders I've ever been around. I've been doing this for 15 years. He's one of the best leaders I've ever been around. He is the best defender I've ever coached in my career. He is elite. Um, he's going to make a lot of money one day. There's a lot of things that go unnoticed on the stat sheet with him. Key guards one through five. So, you know, if if I make a mistake on the perimeter or someone else, you make a mistake on the perimeter, people really don't notice because he's cleaned it up already, you yeah. know. So, um, but to go back to Tamani, his work, de- work ethic is phenomenal. He wants to be great. He's, he's, he's challenged himself to become a better shooter. He works at it every single day after practice. Um, so, you know, we have guys that, that really are, have a high level of competitive nature and, and want to be great. And, 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 I, and is it no coincidence that the guys you could cite as being your, quote, better players have maybe the fire to be better players, that they have as much yeah. desire to be great as they are talented? Yeah, I think, um, you know, every team I've been on, um, you know, everyone, want, everyone wants to play well. Everyone wants to be great. Um, what separates those guys, the elite guys, is, is you know, they, there is no no for an answer. You know, so they work. They, and, you know, there's no substitute for work. They put the work in um, on and off the court. And, you know, good things happen when you put the work in. So, All right. I want to talk about uh, your, your greatest recruiting coup. And it was not Jalen Crutcher. It was not John Morant. My wife. Yeah, she, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, she's probably listening. Uh, she's tucking your kids in, 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 in bed right now. Yeah. And, and, and I want to make sure that uh, you have an opportunity oh. to, take cre- to take credit for that great uh, recruiting effort on your part, but more so uh, to give her props for uh, what is not an easy uh, assignment to, to be a basketball wife. No, she's great. She's great. She's, she's actually a coach as well. No, she thinks she's a coach. Um, but uh, she knows the game. She knows the game of basketball. Um, I come home and she's like, why did you double the post? What did you do on the ball screen? How come you didn't blitz? <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I'm like, can I just you know, get a glass of water real quick? And, um, but she, um, she's great. You know, she's, she's got the two little ones. She, she uh she's a trooper and she's a she's a big Dayton Flyer fan and and um her actual her her sister lives in town here as well so it's just a coincidence that we moved 5 minutes from them when we came back so you know everything was meant to be and in my opinion and um you know she has a great relationship with the wives on staff and and uh with Chris Grant so um you know it's family here and and, and you know Appreciate you giving me a shout out. For, give me an opportunity to give her a shout out. All man. right. Well, she so. she she deserves it, she and, and 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 as do you for the sacrifices you make uh, as a family man. Um, okay, a couple of just general questions before we wrap things up. Uh, you know, you got the job in Dayton. You're probably told what to expect, but what was it like when the first time that you walked out on there on that floor on, on that floor on the sideline for a home? That's game? a great question because I was on the other end. Of, of the sideline. I don't know if you guys remember, Murray State came in here with Isaiah Cannon. Yep. And, well, actually, I think it was Archie Miller's first year, Dayton went to Murray State. He got beat. Right? I didn't say that, but you said no, I was there. <laughs> okay, so, I was on the trip. <laughs> so we played, we played Dayton in Murray that year, and that was a big-time game, but people really didn't put much stock into it, but that was a big-time game. We returned the game with Isaiah. I think um, – I think the point guard, uh, Kevin Dillard, 
Yeah. Right? He had back spasms. Yep. And no one, no one knew if he was going to play or not. So I remember him coming out the last, like the last uh, five minutes before tip-off. He came out in the warm-up lines, and the place erupted. And it was, and I sat there. I was like, man, this place is, this place is loud. This place is special. Um, the game was back and forth. We actually jumped on, on Dayton, you know, uh, by double digits, I believe. But then in the second half, when you guys made the comeback, the place was phenomenal. And you know, little did I know then that I was going to be here. And um, you know, I remember leaving, going back to Murray after the loss, and I was like, man, that place is special, man. Like that place, you know. You know, and I just remember telling our, our staff that. And then coming back, my first year here, it was the – it might have been the second game. Miami, it was uh, Miami of Ohio, the buzzer beater. Oh, Ball State. Or Ball, Ball State, Ball sorry. State. Ball State, the buzzer beater to where Josh Cunningham laid, laid it in. And I still have video of it. And um, I jumped on top of Coach Grant, and the place was nuts, man. And it was It was phenomenal. And I people use this word all the time, but and you know I've been I've been to different places. Dayton is right there, what Allen Fieldhouse, Kansas, you know, um, places that I've been in, mm-hmm. you know, um, Dayton is right there, neck and neck to where uh, one of the top most elite atmospheres in college basketball, wow. in my opinion, and um, and. I'm just very grateful that to be back, well, you know, to be back. So we're, we're glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Glad you're here. That's James Kane uh, joining us here as uh, we wrap things up on this edition of the Flyer Insider Show. And again, Dayton, two games uh, Wednesday at UMass at seven, a home game six o'clock on Saturday against George Mason. All those games right here on the home of the Flyers. And then uh, we'll be back here next Monday night to talk about it again on the Flyer Insider Show. On behalf of uh, Jimmy Sandy back at our studios, uh, Billing Heening is our engineer producer here on site. And, of course, uh, assistant coach James Kane. I'm Larry Hanskin. Have a great week, everyone. And go Flyers.